Nigeria Daily. I am Lilian Ogazi. Fulani leaders have asked the federal government and the Plateau state government to bring to book perpetrators of an attack that reportedly claimed the lives of at least 25 travelers in the central Nigerian state on Saturday. Leaders of the cultural group Gan Alla Fulani Association of Nigeria say they are watching and monitoring all the actions and inactions of the government. The travellers, who were reportedly intercepted and killed by suspected Irigwe militia at about 10.30 a.m. around Girabiyu Rukuba Road in Jos, were on their way back to the southwest after attending religious activities in Bauchi. My colleague Abbas Dalibi speaks with the Assistant Secretary of the Gan Ala Fulani Association of Nigeria, Adams Norman. Around uh, 11 o'clock, I was informed by my piano that okay. something has happened in Jos. I said, What happened? It is some travelers were coming from Bauchi. They are heading to Onion State. But they were blocked at view in Jos, Batanaka government, by Irigwe youth of Batanaka government. Those that were killed, some of them were buried in the ground in Jos. Some were brought to Dadiko, they were ground. And this morning, some of them again died. And How many they were killed today. About eight of them died today. Well, what of those that are injured? Uh, some of them are still in the hospital. Well, there are some people that are not injured are still in jobs. I don't know whether they are leaving this afternoon back to Ondo or tomorrow. The governor of Plateau State has been doing his best to preserve peace on the plateau. Okay, so can, we, can you tell us more about the travelers? Most of them are flooded. Only few of them, maybe some drivers are universe, I think. The way I look at them, not that I was told, but just the physically, the way I look at them. Actually, they were coming from Ochi, heading down to Ondostead. But because they are new in town, they don't know these people have an intention of blocking the road. So they, they took Rukuba Road. Okay, now from your own side as an as association of Fulanese, and the victims are mostly Fulanese, uh, what are you doing from your end? We are doing our best to see that we bury them. And uh, actually, what we're supposed to do, the government have done it. In our perspective, as an association, we are doing our best to give the necessary information. We also have where necessary. We also want to appeal to our people to, to calm down because the security agencies are on top of the situation as, as, as we speak. The federal government have actually said the right thing because the immigrant people from Barcelona government have been terrorizing Innocent people have been blocking roads and killed so many lives. So many innocent lives have died along that exit. But we learned that uh, army barracks is not far from that area. Can we say that there is negligence from security agencies? I cannot say there is negligence from the security agencies. Uh, you know there are a lot of problems today in our country. Uh, sometimes the security personnel, uh, they could lack bad power. And they have been doing their best to restore peace within that area. But the only thing is that these people are freakish. And before the security can mobilize themselves and move, maybe it happens away, five kilometers away from the security uh, barracks. Before they could come down, these people are, are in thousands. They will definitely might have killed all these people before they arrive. I was told when the security personnel arrived, they did their best. And that is why today we have some people that uh, are rescued. If not, uh, maybe the casualties would have been more than 200 people. Now we learned that some people have been arrested for now. 
Do you think that is enough? Oh, that is not enough. These people should be arrested. At least, at least like two, three, five hundred people should be arrested. And they should be prosecuted because this thing has been happening. Not quite last week, they blocked the roads, killed people, burned uh, trucks uh, in the same, uh, the same uh, place. So they, they are used to it. That was the Assistant Secretary of the Gan Ala Fulani Association of Nigeria, Adams Norman, speaking with Abbas Dalibi. In response to the rising tensions following the killings, Governor Simon Lalong of Plateau imposed dusk to dawn curfew on three local government areas of the state. The curfew in Jos North local government was, however, extended to 24 hours from 2 p.m. on Sunday. What informed the secession of the governor and what has been the mood in Jos? Let's listen to Ado Abubakar Musa, our colleague in the Plateau State Capital. In the last one month, there were incidences of attacks and counter-attacks between Fulani herders and members of uh, Irigwe group. During those attacks, there were a lot of killings. Uh, many people were killed. Uh, a lot of people were equally injured uh, in the villages of Basa local government area of Plateau State. Uh, Basa local government uh, shares border with just not local government area of the state, which is uh, the capital of Plateau State. So uh, last week, there was also another blockade of road along Gadabu Road, which is also a community in just no local government area of Plateau State. And Gadabu area also shares border with uh, uh, some communities in Baza local government area of Plateau State. So that blockade of road gave rise to uh, a tension uh, in just not uh, local government area of Plateau State. During that blockade of road, Two people were reportedly killed, while two vehicles were equally burned. So, since last week, there have been tension almost everywhere in the Plateau State. What is the current mood in Jos? Following the imposition of 24 hours curfew by the Plateau State government, everywhere within the uh, city center of Jos look deserted. People have remained indoor. There has been no vehicular movement. Security personnel are seen everywhere trying to ensure law and order. Is the government sensing a reprisal attack, hence the curfew? Yes, actually the government is sensing a reprisal because following the killing of uh, those travelers, you know, pictures of uh, the whole thing is everywhere, tension is also everywhere. And then this morning there were hoodlums uh, on the street protesting and then trying to block the road. So I think uh, the government quickly made the pronouncement of the curfew uh, so as to prevent uh, the further occurrence of uh, uh, any attack or reprisal that is by people within George City. Uh, I think uh, the government did that because it is sensing that there may be odd, a reprisal. Why is there a 24 hours curfew in Joss North and a 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. curfew in Joss South and Basa? It's because of the rising tension uh, this morning uh, in the capital city of uh, Jos. Hoodlums were seen this morning on the street uh, trying to block roads. And uh, for government to ensure that uh, no killing or violence occur anymore, uh, they have to quickly impose that 24 hours curfew. Unlike uh, probably if you go to Basa and Josal local government, you hardly maybe experience uh, what happened this morning in Just not uh, local government. What are the security agencies doing so far and how many arrests have been done? 
according to the information officer of operation safe heaven a multi-security tax force maintaining peace and harmony in plaju and some part of bauchi and kajuna state ishaku tagwa says the command has arrested 21 persons in relation to the attack when i went round uh, the city center of Jos, that was around 4 30 pm i saw security personnel going around uh, the major roads and streets to ensure that uh, law and order is restored what has the irigue association done so far the irigue association came out since yesterday and condemned the incident uh, in its totality uh, they also call on people within Basa, just not and other affected areas to remain calm according to the secretary general of the association Anjuma Auta, in a statement made available to journalists in Jos, however denied the allegations that the attack was launched by members of Irigui association saying that that very morning when the incidents occur their members we are preparing to go and bury the remaining six people who were killed in one of the recent attacks in some of the villages of Basa local government area of Plateau State. Thank you, Ado, but do not go far. What are the people in just not local government area saying about all this? Ado Abbaker speaks with a resident. Uh, my name is Mama Tankushitu, but I feel so sad, so disheartening, and uh, so weakened because uh, a lot of lives have been lost, a lot of lives have been injured, and uh, a lot of others have been missing. The town is now thrown into a dark days of the the last 20 years where we have seen incessant attack and killings of innocent people just like that. Actually, I felt so bad and unhappy. Plateau State has witnessed series of crises in the past, and many people from all walks of life have been working tirelessly to maintain the hard-earned, even if fragile, peace. Hajia Khadija Gambo Hawaja, a conflict resolution expert and permanent commissioner with Kaduna State's Peace Forum, speaks on needs to be under circumstances such as this. Like any other person, I think it is something that must be condemned by all and sundry. It is a misfortune that has befallen not just the people of Plato State or Muslims, but rather is a misfortune that has befallen all of us, Nigerians and humanity in general. What can be done to avert the escalation of this conflict? Well, uh, first, you know, it is natural that when such things happen, what follows is tension, there will be anger, people will be upset, and there will be temptation to also resort to violence. That is reprisal, uh, attack also on the people who many think are responsible for that. But again, we must resist temptation, the temptation to resort to self-help. Why? Because uh, it will only worsen the situation and then we will only reinforce the cycle of violence if we do that. As we appreciate and acknowledge the fact that uh, people are hurt because they have lost their loved ones, we must also call on people to resist any temptation to do that. But then, what will help us in making sure that it does not repeat itself is that impunity should not be encouraged and what i mean by impunity should not be encouraged is that nigeria as a country we have our laws and uh, so uh, what happened is, is is completely criminal and so it must be treated as such so arrest must be made of whoever is involved in in that act and so also they must be prosecuted and then the law must take its natural course for a way forward um it is obvious that many many of us 
have lost respect for humanity, respect for life. And so we've lost even the meaning of the sanctity of life. And so what needs to happen is that there's a need for national reorientation of Nigerians to understand that life is valuable and also invaluable, that nobody has the right to unjustly just take life or kill someone for the offense of another. So even if, as it had been reported, there has been some issues in some communities amongst you know, themselves, that shouldn't have resorted to, you know, extending it to passers-by where commuters will be killed for an offense they were not. Um, I, I am not even sure whether some of them even knew what was actually happening. I think there's need for reorientation for Nigerians, for citizens of this country to understand the value of life. There's also need to conscientize people about the fact that we must not resort to self-help, savagery life barbarism can, should not be condoned in this country. So there should be that kind of mass sensitization uh, to make sure that people understand that they have no right to, to take up arms and begin to kill in the name that they have been offended in, under the guise or the claim that they have been offended by a certain community. And then again, as, as people of faith, because Nigerians are either Muslims or Christians. I think this is a the time that the teachings of our scriptures must come to mind. Uh, we need to understand that uh, if we all decide to take up arms against one another, then what will happen is that all of us are doomed. I think there's a way forward. One of it is forgiveness, just as our scriptures teach. Secondly, patience also, especially at a trying moment like this, where tensions, uh, tension is very, very high. People are angry and uh, legitimately so. Yes, people, uh, is, is, with what happened, it's normal for people to be angry, but that should not resort to violence, another violence. So we must break the cycle of violence by trying to understand who did the act and then the perpetrators be brought to book. Hajiya Khadija Gambo Hawaja, a conflict resolution expert and permanent commissioner with the Kaduna State Peace Forum. The Lai Lama said, peace does not always mean an absence of conflict. Differences will always be there. Peace means solving these differences through peaceful means, through dialogue, education, knowledge, and through humane ways. Let's all embrace our differences and choose the right path at all times. God bless Nigeria. With that, we've come to the end of this episode of Nigeria Daily. Thank you so much for listening. To everyone whose voices you've heard on the show, we say a big thank you. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production and you can download this and other episodes on dailytrust.com and on bossprouts.com. You can also listen in on Spotify, Google Podcasts and TuneIn Radio. If you have questions or comments, let us know on our social media handles on Twitter and Instagram at daily underscore trust and on Facebook at daily trust. You can also send us a message via WhatsApp on 0913-893-3390. Bye for now.